Many have tried, many have failed, and she's one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. Welcome back. Uh, hello, hi, how are you? It's another episode of Fitless, and um, we're back. We're here. We're going to do it. We're going to prevail because even though Donald Trump is the president, oh no, <laughs> we still are allowed to say whatever we want for now, for the time being. Um, and we're going to take every opportunity to do just that because it's, it's, we kind of got to be loud now. We can't shut up anymore. Um, and we have to um, strengthen ourselves for the resistance. Yeah. Which is actually fantastic because today my guest is an expert slash <laughs> hobbyist in um, fighting styles and evasive maneuvers. And True. I'm excited to welcome him, my second male guest ever. Uh, so congrats and welcome to Everett Cox. Hello. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Uh, glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. We finally did it. We made it happen. Oh my God. This is exciting. Yeah. So Everett and I met through mutual friends, um, Heather and Bill, who you guys know all about. Um, Bill is the tech man. Heather is the best. And, um, we all sort of live in the same neighborhood and Everett works at a place in the neighborhood and we're all like in this community together. So this is really exciting. Everett, how we start the show is what's your exercise journey? Where, where How come you're here? Why are you here? Tell me. How'd um, you get here? Let's see. Um, my exercise journey. Um, uh. I didn't do any kind of sports in high school or as a kid, a little bit of soccer, a little bit of, uh, um, you know, uh, for, but for like a, a private school for people with learning disabilities. So we weren't a very good soccer team. <laughs> it was a bunch of like, you know, people with dyslexia and ADD and stuff, you know, behavioral disorders and stuff. Um, so it was a little unorganized as yeah. a soccer team. Yeah. A lot of differences on the team. And we played other schools like that. And this is like, you know, in elementary school and middle school. Um, and yeah, but that, that was kind of short lived. I think I just did that um, for maybe just one season. Um, and yeah, I didn't really exercise or do a lot of kind of extracurricular things in high school. And what were you, were you, just actively not into it or did you just not care or did you I, see it and say fuck those people it was kind of like that you know it was uh um you know I was hanging out with people you know we were all like like punk rock and uh you know like smoking a lot of pot and drinking by the creek you very know, cool yeah that's um, much cooler than no it's not exercising no it's not <laughs> You don't I think know that so? now. No. In high school? In high school I thought it was but it was wrong. All right. Um and That's so That's a strong statement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so uh I think my senior year as soon as I graduated, 
um, I knew a guy that was taking ninjutsu. Ninjutsu. Yeah. Uh, Bujikan Tai. It's, it's called, uh, um, they call it Bujikan Tai Jitsu now because they, they're trying to make it sound less cheesy, I think. Okay. Um, but uh, um, but the, it's, it's in Atlanta. There's a place that, uh, uh, there's a, there's a place in like the, on, like the, the building says ninja training. Mm, okay. It, it had been there for, it had been there since the eighties and it's not around anymore, but I think they, uh, they still do training and stuff around there and they, I think they do it in New York too. But, uh, um, uh, but yeah, that was cool. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like they do, uh, so you did classes there after high school. Yeah. And that was kind of where my fitness journey began. So what kind of stuff did you do? What does it mean, ninja training? Man, <laughs> um, it, it's pretty, um, you, you know, you do, you do like some hand-to-hand stuff. You do like, you know, it's like joint locks and, uh, you know, like some punches and kicks and that kind of stuff and some throws. And it, it, they do kind of like everything. They do like, um, but also like throwing shuriken. Which What's are nin- that? Ninja stars. <gasps> And uh, and also uh, throwing knives. Wow. And, and kind of like like hiding stuff. Like like this is you know it's like you know um, and you know stuff like like um, take the salt shaker and like you know and screw it in secrecy and then like then like throw in someone's eyes and then like they taught you. How to do yeah that. yeah yeah they tell you know it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like everything's a weapon you know and like it's kind of like it's kind of like ah. that kind of stuff but the thing what we think about that is it's like 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 um i'm I, i'm not really like a a tough guy really you know it's like i'm just kind of like yeah especially in you know after high school i was like really skinny and just kind of like there's certain people you know so like i couldn't like i got i got i got assessed for a a, a you know like a belt ranking and that and with in the and so, like the the head guy, he's he's uh reading the notes that I was I got from it, and they said I uh, um I punched like a twelve year old Girl Scout. Hmm. Yeah. Rude. Yeah, rude, but uh, but true. At the well, time. Well, it's rude to use that as a pejorative because yeah. a twelve year old girl punches exactly right for a twelve year old girl. That's and true. You can't make fun of people by saying they do something like a girl. Because if you you're can, a girl yeah. and you do something, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. So those people were real assholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To girls and to you. Right. Because within that system, they're making fun of you. But you could have said, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, whatever. It was um um uh, but so right. Yeah. So like, I I feel like it, it was so general that that you're always like learning. You, they did a lot of meditation stuff and a lot of like. Lining up against the wall and like they, they come at you with a sword and you raise your hand if you can sense it. And a like real the, sword, like a wooden one with your eyes closed. Yeah, <gasps> no, but like a wooden one. But it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a sensitivity drill, you know, stuff like that. Um, but it was cool stuff. But it was like, but it's like I didn't feel like I I, I was like, um, you know. You know, it, it's probably better to do something that's less, that's more specialized. Right. It was too general. Yeah. It was too general, you know. Um, and it wasn't like a particular discipline. You weren't learning karate or kung fu or jujitsu 
or Muay Thai. You are learning some sort of a hodgepodge of martial arts tinged maneuvers. Yeah, it's you know you're learning to punch and kick and stuff in their system, but it's but it's kind of like it's like everything. It's like sword fighting. It's kind of like it's, it's so general. It's like and so um so something like you know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or Muay Thai is, is you know it's like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is like it's like all just like ground fighting, you know. And so it's like people that do that are like very very good at that. And you know in Muay Thai it's like you know it's like punching, kicking, blocking. So people that do that are just like very very good at that, you know. Yeah. And um. So after ninja school, what did you do for exercise? Um, Why did you stop? Because uh, I wanted to do, you know, I, uh, um, I've sort of had a problem sticking to stuff. Same. And uh, um, just because, like, something else would be new and shiny. And so, and so I was like, you know, Muay Thai, I want to try that. Or, you know. That's what we did today, everyone. Yeah. And, uh, um you know, do just maybe I want to try that. So I went to this uh, another place that had it in a in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. Um, it was like a uh, it's a kung fu place called uh, Francis Fong's Martial Arts Academy. <laughs> okay, I'd been there, been there, also been there for a long time. They do like uh, Wing Chun kung fu, and they did uh, uh, Kali like stick fighting and. Uh, uh, Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and um, um, Capoeira, right? Got it. Yeah, and so I just kind of dabbled in that stuff, and uh, um, um, and then is that about when you moved to New York? After that? No, I went to another place in Atlanta because, okay. like, it was, you know, it's like <laughs> so you kept bouncing. Around. I, you know, I was like, oh, I want to try, you know, that, you know, this other place, and so I, I went to a place that was like closer. So I was driving like 30 minutes to go to that place. And, you know, I was like, oh, this place is closer. And, uh, um, but it's probably honestly mostly because it was also a new place. Right. Yeah. And they were excited to be in a new place. In a new place. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I can see that. And, you know, that, the, the place I, the, I went to after that was maybe, you know, it's like, it was like a, a Muay Thai place and they had uh, jiu jitsu and stuff. But it was, it was like maybe a little more of like, a meatheadish vibe to it. Okay. It was cool. It was it was still really cool. Um um like the instructors were kind of like sort of like rock stars a little bit. Um uh And did you 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 said that that wasn't your favorite vibe? No, but it was okay. It's, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um but um um I wouldn't say I like it as much as five points. So what? why do you think you're drawn to, because um, I know you've bounced around to a lot of different um, styles of this stuff, uh-huh. but why do you think you're drawn to martial arts in general? Like what, because if you're, you never really were much of an exercise person, but then you latched onto this, it seems like, and you've kind of dabbled in a bunch of different types so what 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 is it about this that you like just just you know being a really little kid and watching kung fu theater and you know just like you know growing up in the 80s and just just in in like the middle of the you know the ninja martial arts boom and in in, uh it it just had like a big effect on me when i was about like six years old and and just just through my you know through my entire life. And so I, you know, it's like, no matter what, I always think that kind of stuff is really cool. Um, uh, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, my question, because, so we'll get into our class in a few minutes, but my question about martial arts in general is it's not so much, like it is all about fighting, but it's really not so much about fighting. Like in the way that we think about fighting as being like an angry thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, you know, you get so mad at somebody who threw a rock at you outside that you go and you fight them. Like, that's not what this is. This no. is a discipline. Yeah. And it's a skill. And I think it's interesting to think about it more as like an art form and a skill with like a sprinkle of fighting or something like fighting is just kind of a, a part of it, even though it is fighting. Do you yeah, see what I'm getting at? I, I think, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I mean, I mean, it's, it will, yeah, it, it is like a martial discipline, but you know, you know, like people that are really good at that stuff, especially people that are really good at the stuff don't, Go around, you know, picking fights. Yeah, and getting they don't angry. Have stuff to prove. Right. In fact, it kind of calms me down a little bit because it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I get angry. You know, I want to blow up at people, but it's like, when, you know, when I think about people that I look up to and I, I respect that are really gonna, I was like, they wouldn't do that. You know, you know what I mean? It, it sort of keeps me in check a little bit, and, and uh, um, when it's kind of always been, like, I always think about people that, you know, it's like, well, and also, you know, you respect those people because it's like, you know. They, they could like, they could squish your head like a, yeah. you know, an, an orange. It could implode exactly. your brain. But uh, they choose to not implode your brain. Yeah, it's kind of that archetype of like the wizened old fighter who nobody's ever seen them fight, but then they yeah. come in and like quietly light yeah. a cigarette and then calmly like fight nine guys at once and then, you know, exhale yeah. their first puff smoke from their cigarette because it was just like of course I could fight all of you and I was not worried about it at yeah. all yeah <laughs> and that's very cool yeah and I get why you'd be into that hell yeah um but yeah like thinking about fighting versus anger in which is something I was thinking about a lot during the class I was like if I get very emotional while I'm doing this, I'm not going to be able to do it well. No, yeah. I really, you no. have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. And it's like, and, and also it's like, when you get angry, angry, it's like, it, it's, it's something that, that's like, that just goes through you and burns really fast. And it's like, you know, and it's like, you see that it's like, you know, when you're like, you know, punching and kicking the, the pads a lot, it's just, it's, it's kind of like you're running a, it's like you're, it's just like it's three minutes, you know, lasts so long. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little bit about Everett's background here. Um, I'm going to read from the. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like it, but. I want to see. Um, this is wikipedia.org, um, the Muay Thai page. Um, Muay Thai is a combat sport of Thailand that uses stand-up striking along with various clinching techniques. 
This physical and mental discipline, which includes combat on shins, is known as the art of eight limbs because it is characterized by the combined use of fists, elbows, knees, shins, being associated with a good physical preparation that makes a full-contact fighter very efficient. Muay Thai became widespread internationally in the 20th century when practitioners defeated notable practitioners of other martial arts. Professional League is governed by the Professional Boxing Association of Thailand, sanctioned by the Sport Authority of Thailand and World Muay Thai Federation overseas. Now, this is interesting in the history tab. The history of Muay Thai can also be traced to the middle of the 16th century. Whoa. So this is some old ass shit. Yeah. Um, so today, me and Everett went to Five Points Academy in New York City, Manhattan. Um, and let me just tell you some of my first impressions, because this is a place that Everett goes to a lot, right? How yes. many, how much would you say you go? Uh, currently, because I'm doing a lot of stuff right now, I'm going, I'm trying to go, I try to go minimum three times a week, but, but really it's like. I would prefer to go like every day or six days a week. You wow, know, that's that's kind of what you know. I've, I've done that in the past, and you know, if my schedule allows for it. But uh, um, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So I walk in with Everett, and I had called, and they were really nice on the phone. And you get your first class for free to just try it out. And the woman at the front desk, um, I just signed some waiver, waving, whatever. I've been signing a lot of those for yeah. this podcast, <laughs> joining a lot of mailing lists. But she, you know, just waved me through, didn't really tell me much. And the thing that struck me is this is a two-level gym. It's really big, open, loud, a lot of stuff going on at once, a lot of people, um, not much hand holding or sort of quiet, like introductory thing. It was like, okay, you're here. So go ahead, do like, go to the locker room, you idiot. And I was like, okay. Huh. And then on the main floor, there was this kettlebells situation slash like a knife striking class in going on. I think that's a Kali. So I think it's like, it's kind of like stick fighting. It's like, a, it's like a Filipino thing. It's like stick fighting and also knives. Right. So yeah. you see like as soon as you walk in, all of these people just doing super cool moves and kettlebells where they have some kettlebell classes So the, and they have a gym downstairs with weights. So it does have kind of a traditional American style gym element to it as well. Right. But there was like the thing that kind of bowled me over um, because I've been doing this podcast now for a couple months and gone to a lot of different classes. I have never been in a situation, in an exercise situation with that many men in my entire life. And I was kind of like on high alert because for some reason it felt like it was going to be too sort of aggressive or too sort of gruff and they weren't going to be nice to me. Like I had all this sort of 
flashbacking to co-ed gym where I felt sort of ostracized in co-ed gym in middle school and high school and being like, oh, I'm going to have to like stand to the side and just try not to get hit by a ball in the head, which I have been numerous times. So I was already a little bit freaked, but Everett was like, it's okay. Here we are. I'm going to wrap up your hands in those hand wraps and um, introduce you to the teacher. Um, And then the teacher, I cannot stress enough how amazing he was. Simon, right? He's awesome, yes. He's one of the owners. Like, honestly, a, a really great guy. But I'll get to that. So me and the other first timer, this girl named Sai, Shout out to her because she was amazing and she became my partner for the class because we were doing, we were off doing our first timers class and Everett and the rest of the men and a couple like super badass women did the regular Muay Thai class. So basically Everett and I did the same class, but we were in two different classes. So tell me about your class. Uh, it was cool. Um, uh, um, Something that's like a little bit intimidating about uh, doing Muay Thai is, is that you're uh, um, when you're partnered up with somebody, you, you uh, hold pads for them. Like you, you put on a belly pad and you hold these two rectangular pads, you strap them to your forearms and it, and it kind of, you know, absorbs punches and kicks and you kind of prompt for them. Like you're like, you know, you, you hold for like a, you know, like a, you know, jab, cross, hook and all that kind of stuff and the kicks. Certain combinations, Certain com- yeah. yeah, and you and you, uh, um, and so that's kind of a skill, and so it can be like a little bit intimidating at first to, uh, um, because you're kind of like relying on somebody, and the person I was working with was new; he was kind of um, three weeks in, and so and so he was like a little bit like um, he was like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, it's like partners, but uh, um, I mean, but I mean, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm holding you back, and you know, but it's like it's, it's like a, it's, it's really important, you know, to be like super being like, no man, oh, I want to be your partner, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, like it's going to be cool. And, and cause it's, uh, um, it's a big time partnership for the class. It is. And it's like, I've been in those situations in other places then kind of, where it's like, you can tell it's like, if you're not very good, then you're kind of disappointing somebody that is good. And like, uh, um, and sometimes like you can tell they're frustrated cause you're kind of like, you know, they're here for like their hour and, and it's like, and they're kind of teamed up with like, with somebody that's, you know, um, not that good. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm bumming out their, you know, their workout, to, you know, and, uh, um, and so, uh, that's nice of you though. Yeah. So to be yeah. like, and peop- I got you, man. Yeah. And people are like that with me, you that's know, nice. and it's like, and I, I really appreciate that, you know, cause it's not, you know, it's like, it's not like at five points, it's like, it doesn't have like a meathead kind of vibe. You know, and, and, uh, um, um, and so, um, so meanwhile, meanwhile. over in the beginner's corner, (laughs) I felt the same way with my partner and God bless her because she was so sweet and we were both sort of had this attitude of like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, I mean, are you okay? no, that was great. Good job. You know, like I feel like when you're sort of, it's a, it was an interesting kind of question because like, I feel like 
being a woman I and being an only child, I talked about a little bit on the boxing episode, like it's very rare that I get to sort of enact any kind of a violent urge or like a skilled sort of aggressive movement. Like it's not expected of me. It never has been. And so in the situation where I'm there with another woman my age, we're both sort of relying on the rest of our social training to like guide us through this one. So this sort of like extreme politeness and like apologizing kind of semi-constantly to one another Uh. for like not being perfect at it already. (laughs) So um, your class was basically like, Simon, the instructor, would call out, you know, different combinations for you to practice in your, with your partner. And then you would do it for a prescribed amount of time, which was um, delineated by this very cool song. Yeah, I think it's like, I I think they, it's a music they play, you know, in Thailand during the fights. And I think, I think it like, it like, there's kind of a rhythm to it. And I think it, it like, I think as the rounds progress, it gets faster or something something like, I don't really actually know a lot about that. So we were, me and Sai were learning the punches one by one. So like, as you guys would do your first combo, we would learn about two punches. You do your second combo, we would add some other thing. And then by the end of the hour and 15 minutes ish, we had learned jab, I guess, cross, and elbows, nice. elbowing people in the face, yeah. um, kicking, different yeah. kicking with both legs, a knee, yeah, and then I think that's it. Yeah, we did. Uh, um, uh, we were doing. Did you guys do the jumping knee? Don't be afraid to talk a little closer. There you okay. go. Yeah. All right, all right. We didn't do a jumping knee. Oh, no. we did a jumping knee, and it was like, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there were a few times where I was peeking over. Oh, and there's like times when me and Sai would use a punching bag and times when we would hold pads for each other. And that was the, actually, I found the most challenging part was holding the pads for her. Because as Simon explained to us, the pad holder is in charge of like what's about to happen. Yes. So the pad holder really has to be thinking yes. about what she wants the other person to do. It's the more stressful. Of the it's two very roles. stressful. Yeah. So I was the first person to hold the pads and she was sort of like not getting why I was kind of bad at it. And then when we switched, she was like, Oh, I, now I understand. Yeah. 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 Now I understand what you just went through. This is weird. Hold on. Let me regroup. And like, we had to kind of talk through it, like maybe I'll just put them down in between every one so that we know exactly. And we had to kind of have yeah. a real strong communication. And so that was the thing. And and what I was noticing in you guys with your classes, like how how specific and how skilled and how technical everything is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a whole skill in a... Um, um, and my pro tip for people that are doing Muay Thai classes are, is uh, I, 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 uh, this time I, I held pads first because I was with somebody that was less experienced. 
Um, but I tend to, uh, um, I'm usually the one that's less experienced. And so like, I, I like to have them hold pads first okay. and then just kind of copy what they do, you know? And so like, oh, like, cause, cause you know, it's kind of, it's, it's like a little bit that it's a little bit up to you what particular things you're holding for, um, what particular, um, combinations of specific moves. So like, I kind of just copy the pad holder that goes before me, but, uh, in this case I was, I was the, Yeah. That's kind of cool that in this case you were the... Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Nice feeling, yeah. I bet. Um, so, yeah, it's like loud. Everybody's doing their own thing. And then Simon walks around. And I don't know if he talks to you guys yeah. while you're he, doing He talks it. to everybody. He, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, uh, this class... I think... Okay, so the reason I think that there were so many people in the class this time and so many people upstairs... Doing the because usually the collie is downstairs on the mats. Um, they had something special going on, which every now and then they'll have some kind of they had some kind of strength seminar. Okay. And so and so usually there's more class. Usually on Saturday there's you know uh, um, a couple more Muay Thai classes, but today they it was it was kind of like an abbreviated schedule. They had just like one Muay Thai and they had one Jiu Jitsu and they had collie upstairs in the kettlebell area. You know because they. Um, they had, you know, kind of a half day kind of schedule. And so, um, so, it, so it's like everybody came to, usually it'd be a little bit, it'd be probably be, be about half as many people. It, I see. Okay. Yeah. So it is. Um, well, I was amazed at how much time Simon was able to spend with us. Yeah. And how I felt so, like, I can't even stress enough how taken care of I felt by him. And so... He was so kind and non-judgmental and didn't seem like aggravated that we were new. And I have this exercise thing that always happens where I make crazy faces during uh -huh. it. Like so a lot of times when he was explaining something, I'd be making a face like like terrified, like I don't know what's gonna happen. And he and he was able to laugh it off and like, you know, be like, Good job, excellent. And Really, I think for me, I never like to be taught or bossed around by a man. And so <laughs> when there have been a couple teachers that I've had who have been men who have been great, and I could tell that Simon would be one of them. Yeah. And it's like a very rare, special quality, a mix of patience and good-natured attitude. And maybe it's because he had, like, a European vibe. I don't know what it was. but He's British, yeah. A British vibe. I was just struck by how much I trusted him when I'm usually very skeptical of male teachers. <laughs> well, they're all really good there. Like, actually, um, that's actually one of the things I really like about Five Points is uh, um, – Every instructor there is, is is awesome, and they're all kind of you know they all take care of you, and they um, and they're all super patient and uh um, and, and give you attention because I've been to other places where they don't really uh give you they, they kind of if if unless you're good you know it's like unless you're like on on their fight team or something that you know it's like you're on the fight team then like you're getting like you know giving you special attention but yeah they, they give you a lot of attention here even if yeah you, yeah. It was very cool. I So I feel like for me, it's the type of thing where I would have to really decide to 
do Muay Thai and then go and devote some real time and mental energy to doing it. Because it's not the type of thing where you can drop in like once a month for a class and yeah. sort of just bob along. It's like, yeah. it's a practice yeah, more than it is an exercise. And, and if you have class pass, you can you can go to five points. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's like most people that do it, they do it like five days a week, you know, or, you know, you, you know. but that's, that's part of the, the appeal kind of, I don't know. It's a, I like, um, um. I think it feels good to, uh, um, I think it's good, it makes my body feel good to do things, you know, like the kettlebells and the, uh, and Muay Thai and stuff that, you know, it's like things that are really awkward at first, like throwing the kicks and stuff. And, but then when you start to get them, man, it feels really good. It and does. Once it gets like, well, you can, you know, they, they start getting really, uh, you know, you, you like your brain kind of connects to your body. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Yeah. And then, then you, you go from being, you know, like really awkward, kind of like in giraffe like or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, especially, you know, like if you're kind of tall and lanky, you know, it, 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 you know, but once you, once you start to get kind of coming together and everything kind of starts falling into place and you get kind of start getting kind of smooth with it and, uh, and, you know, it, it's, because then it's, it kind of starts to get kind of addictive, and it's uh yeah to be really improving at that. Yeah. I can see that, and um yeah, I was looking around at one point, and there was a woman in the class just like fucking going for it with these roundhouse kicks, like kick after kick after kick after kick, so yeah fucking cool yeah and I badass. was thinking during my class like okay like I'm preparing to become a part of the resistance I'm yeah. like improving my Now's body the and the and becoming more agile and this feels really good this feels like a really good choice <laughs> yeah no it, you know it's 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 one of those things it's like it's like you know you, you can go lift weights somewhere or do something but it's like you know this will like exercise your body, you know, and give you, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, and give you, you know, a six pack and all that stuff. But, but it could also like save your life. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're, you know, walking home at night, you know, and, and, you know, so, so, you know, somebody's like fucking with you or something, you know, you can, can kind of handle, you, you kind of get, get a little bit of confidence because, you know, you right. know, yeah. And then get the fuck out of there yeah use your cardio to run away yeah yeah (laughs) um or implode their brain yeah or throw a salt shaker full of salt yeah you can do that too yeah um and let's not forget the most important part of muay thai which we've neglected to mention the uniform is shorts that are the coolest shorts anyone could ever wear it's like Sort of like a boxer's short, but shorter. Yes. With these slits on the sides and this metallic, very colorful. And a lot of people in the class had these very fetching shorts on. Yep. And just the fact that the uniform is so cool. It's so cool. Come on. Yeah. No, no. Like like when you join, you know, you're like, I think you get to pick a pair of shorts. It's really important to pick like the coolest shorts. <laughs> It's uh, very cool. Google image search Muay Thai shorts. Yeah. And tell me you don't want to go to this. Yeah, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Yeah. 
So obviously you'd go back to Muay Thai. Yeah. And you will. This place, uh, this place is like the love of my life. I, I think Five it's, Points it's the, Academy. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. And would you recommend it to a friend? Hell yes. Obviously. Yeah. yeah I, and uh, um, yeah, you, they, they give you a free class there if you uh, if you want to check it out. And uh, um, they're also like, you know, they're not super like, you know, like hard. Uh, place I used to go to, uh, uh, um, you know, you, they give you a free class and they, they put you in a room and they try to like, you know. Sell you yeah, something. They, yeah, yeah, like so. Um, they give the hard sell you on a contract and all this kind of stuff, but they're actually pretty chill about that. You know, they're kind of, yeah, they're pretty secure in their, they uh, just let me, um, uh, sorry. I don't know how to stop my texts from coming to my computer during this. I'm makes sorry. You, it makes you sound important. Bill, help me out here, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they let me leave the premises without a word. They were like, Bye. Yeah, they're they're kind of you know they're pretty secure with their product you know and uh um uh um you know because uh, you know I went to Five Points right when I first got to New York I got some money I went to Five Points and that's awesome and uh um yeah I had some friends that are going somewhere else and I kind of went there for a year to another place um and uh um but I missed it I missed I missed Five Points so uh I, I came back after a year and uh. Yeah, it was really cool. I was like, I woke up and I was not into it and I was not feeling like excited. And then by the end, I felt very invigorated. Right. And very, you know, like excited and, on, and happy. Yeah. On that note, like, uh, uh, um, you, you know, I, I like being locked into classes and because you do more yeah and yeah so your membership is like you pay monthly and then you yeah. can go however many times you yep. want that's cool and uh um and yeah and it's like so like even it's, so it's like it's never you know you know it's like even if i'm kind of tired after work and it's like i know if i can just drag myself there even if i'm kind of spaced out and like super tired i know as soon as i walk in the doors it's like your body gets like kind of like a testosterone spike, you know, just from like, and then it's like, you're just kind of like prepared to work. And then you, you, you know, it's like, it's like, I, I, it's never a bad idea. You know what I mean? It's never a yeah. bad idea to go. And, and, you know, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. And it was an hour and a half. So it was a lot. I really got my money's worth cause I didn't pay a cent. Yeah. And I met, my partner, Sai, who was so great to work with, and I'm so grateful for her. And this teacher was great. And, you know, I was intimidated by all the strong boys, but whatever. They're all super cool. They, they, nobody gave me a nasty look. Yeah. So it was great. Um, so that's it. Do you have any final words about Muay Thai before we move on to our next segment? Uh... No, it's awesome. It's awesome. Go. Go do it. <laughs> um, okay, so, drum roll. Everett, I have one question for you. Uh-oh. Does this count as exercise? Now, you mentioned that you're going to be doing this in a couple days. Moving. <gasps> Moving. Oh, you know, I have a problem saying no. 
helping people move. And I just realized this when I helped Derek move. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, the, Derek for, B. Shouting you out yeah, two episodes in a row. Yeah, uh, I, I helped him. I helped move him twice. And I, the second time, this most recent time, I realized I've never said no to helping anyone move ever. Uh, and I hope you're making calls to all those people in the next couple days when you yourself move. <laughs> I don't think I need it. I don't have that much stuff. Um, uh, um, I think it totally counts as exercise because, man, moving beds and furniture and, and it's like, it's, it's like when you, yeah, yeah, this counts as exercise for sure, for sure. Like, you know, you know, you know, walk-ups, yeah. t- taking, taking beds and couches and, and, you know, God, yeah. I agree. And maybe that's why I've lived in New York for 10 years and I've only moved twice. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, one, twice. Yeah. Because it's don't terrible. Move. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you don't have to. Um, yeah, it definitely counts. Yeah, like... But it's one of those things that's like a big burst once every few years. It's yeah. not something you can count on for your physical fitness. Yeah, if you were a mover, I bet movers are in good shape. Oh yeah. Yeah, I they, bet. I bet they got strong backs and you know biceps and yeah. You gotta be. Yeah. And if you do it all day every day, oh, can yes, you even counts. imagine? Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe don't exercise. Just get a job as a mover. Yeah. And then. People pay you to exercise. That's right. You're like a professional athlete at that point. Basically. That's yeah. That's something to consider. Yeah. And you could listen to podcasts all day. Yeah, that's the life. <laughs> that's really the life. <laughs> that's what we've learned. You know? Be a mover and then do Muay Thai in your spare time. Do, do Muay Thai at night. Yeah. Be a mover during the day. Man, you're basically you would a look, superhero. You at would that look point. so good with your shirt off, if uh, if that was your life. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Well, I think we've settled a lot of things. I think we really nailed a lot of things down. And you guys, now you can take all of this information and go forward and change your lives <laughs> because we just cracked it. Yeah. 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 It's that simple. All right. Well, I think that's the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. That's it. It went by so fast. Oh huh? my God. That was, that was easy. <laughs> um, thank you, Everett, for being a guest. Thank you for having and me. And for sharing your passion for Muay Thai with me today and yeah. for shepherding me through this mass of tall men who scare me. <laughs> They're not scary. Well, they know Muay Thai, so they're a little scary. They, 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 they can choose to be scary. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, and thank you t- for listening, to those of you who are. And thank you to Bill Wadman, as always. He's the best. And thank you to Simon, the teacher, who was incredible, and Sai, my partner. I hope you look this up and get in touch, girl, because you were great. And all right. Well, I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye.